What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode zero of the First Year Out podcast, hosted by myself, Don Woodsport, along with my co-host, Darren Hall of the Microwavable Culture Podcast. What's going on, brother? Yeah, what's going on out there, everybody? Dom, it's a pleasure always when we get together. I know you've been busy. I've been busy. So anytime we can link up, it's always a always a great time. So definitely appreciate being here. I definitely appreciate you agreeing to co-host this podcast with me. There's no one else that I would rather have co-host this podcast. Yo, you know, that that, that means a lot to me. You know, that, that, that says a lot. And I, I definitely greatly appreciate that, that I would be the first person, or I can't say I was the first, but I'm, I'm happy that you would give me acknowledgement to such a high level about participating on this with you. So definitely appreciate that. Love, love, love. So the First Year Out podcast, I kind of want to explain this title a little bit. Uh, first Year Out, the title basically came from Darren and myself. We spent some time in the military, and about this time right now, we've been out for officially one year. Well, him a year me a little less than a year, but we're going to use this podcast to basically tell you all about our experiences from going from that structured life into using what we got inside of us creatively to, to make a living. This podcast is for small business owners, vets, entrepreneurs, and most importantly, our fellow creatives in business. So d I want to ask you, how much time did you spend in the military? Five years. And, and how was that? What did you do? Well, you know, aviation boats mate, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory, low-key. So if you know what a boats mate does, they take care of the ship. Aviation boats mate take care of the planes that come in. So basically when you import, meaning when the ship is docked and you kind of in the city, you're not really doing anything with my rate. When you're out to sea, you're doing everything. Long hours, but not on the, what were we on, an amphib? Not on the amphib, though. It's not really all of that, but, you know, on aircraft carriers they really work around the clock so they really get they garner a lot of respect for what they do and you know they kind of have kind of alienate themselves from everybody else that's how much they really kind of unionize to really separate from everyone else but yeah but you know I, at first i liked it it, it was good because i didn't know no better i knew i needed money to support the life i wanted to live at the time i didn't know what life i wanted to live but i know i needed to support myself so i joined the military so, so why did you decide to get out? Because I realized, and I want to say I had an epiphany. I woke up one day and said, you know what? This ain't what I want to do anymore. This isn't me. It's not bringing the best out of me. It's actually bringing a side out of me that I don't want to be. So I said, you know, I got I to gotta make a change. I got to bet on myself. So I got out. Because I'm like, listen, man, I have discipline. Like, I don't need you telling me when to eat, when to shower, when to think, when to sleep. Like, I'm good. Like, I got all that when I was young. Like, I worked all that out. I'm cool. Like, you know, and I, I kind of, yeah. I was like, so I said this on Twitter. I said, I never knew I wanted it until I didn't have it. And I'm like, you know, this ain't what I want. I know I can do better than this because I don't need nobody running my life for me. Like, I want to run my life. What's the point of being an adult if you can't do what you want to do when you want to do it? Right. You know, right. Well, I'm like, you still so, got all the same bills to pay. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, for what you what we do, you don't get paid enough. You know, there's people in the States making millions of dollars and we coming back with little thousands. So I said, you know, now nah, I want to bet on myself because at the end of the day, at least I can walk away from a job out there. Yeah. You know, I thought this I thought this was different than what I anticipated. So let me go ahead and bounce. I'm good. Military, you can't do that. Then I realized I'm like, I'm good. Now they play hardball in here. If they want you, they're going to get you. 
they got me, but they didn't really get me because I still walked <laughs> honorably. So, you know, it is That's a story is, for but, another time. Right? Yeah, you got to go back to the old podcast for that. Definitely, definitely. Microwave Culture presented by Dom Digital. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah, just to give a little info, um, a little background on myself. In the military, I was an electrician. I worked on all parts of the ship, making sure everything was fully functional for other people to operate. I was a technician. It was cool. I had no problems with it. I feel like it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to excel at it because I don't believe in wasted time. So I'm going to put my effort in everything that I do because rework for real, for real. And um, but I, but I will say this, you know, even though we felt like it wasn't a great fit for us, it's not like we've wasted our time because we still walked away from the military with a lot of things that we didn't have prior. And uh, right. at least just just speaking for myself, when I first joined the military, I already did two years of college. And I was like, hey, you know what? The military, they're going to pay for me to travel. They're going to pay for me to go to school and I'm be able to do what I want. And I feel like when I got out, I was able to do just that. I was able to build savings that will ultimately finance my goals of starting Dime Digital Media. And so for that alone, the people that I met, D, you're fucking awesome. <laughs> there's, other, there's other people, the family that I made out here in California. The military allowed for me to meet those people that I would not have met otherwise. And even after getting out, I'm able to stay out here in, in San Diego by myself, essentially. Like, all my family is back on the East Coast. So it's not like I didn't take anything away from the military. It certainly wasn't a waste of time. I certainly gained a lot from being in there. And I'm just glad to be in the position that I'm in now. I'm glad to be able to help the people around me to, to elevate. And, you know, to be able to use my talents and my passions to be able to help them to do that. No, nah, I don't nah, like I said, I respect everything you do. Because, you know, myself, I did do college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was, but it was for accounting. It was me prior to me really actually waking up, really finding myself and understand the, you know, what I'm capable of. That's different. So, you know, yeah, very yeah. different. I would, I would have never, I would have never thought that you went to school for accounting. Oh yeah, because we never discussed this. Yeah, so nah. my earlier years going to school, I never knew what I wanted to do. Like I always say, I always mention this. Like I never knew what I wanted to do when I grew grew up. I knew I wanted to get out of Youngstown, like I told you, mm -hmm. but outside of that. I was kind of where it was at for me. I was like, if I got out of Youngstown, then I got a chance. Like, So I'm like, cool, I'll go to a little community college in Bowie. Shout out to Bowie. And that's when I went to Prince George's Community College. Went there, and I was doing accounting, you know, a little general classes, whatever. But my degree was towards, you know, accounting. So, I mean, at the time it was good, though, because at the time I hated math. But actually that year, like my first year, 2009, like 10 years ago, Spring of 2009, I started taking, I took math, you know, like all the general courses. But I realized, right. like, I'm like, yo, I really like math. <laughs> I, un I finally understood it for the first time in my life, math was making sense. Because prior to me taking math there, I always said, like, yo, you can't study math. Then when I actually took math there, I'm like, yo, you can really study math. So I'm like, yo, this is fascinating to me. So I was like, you know, that's what's up. So, but, you know, then I took that to California and I'm like, you know, I did it, but I'm like, ah, this ain't, this ain't it. This ain't it. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, you always talk about the things you wish you could get back because, you know, time. You're right. like, damn, all the time that I kind of not wasted, but I just didn't know. The vision just wasn't as clear as it is now. Right. I just, But it wasn't meant to be. So, you know, I'm like, damn, imagine if I was this back then, but it wasn't meant to be. 
because I wouldn't have met greatness right now. Dime Digital Productions, by the way, y'all know it don't stop. But Respect, you know, and love. so <laughs> for me and you to link up, Will as well, and everybody that's been a part of this journey. Yep. You know, like this this is what it's for. It's how you build connections. That's how you see the people on the on the gram popping bottles. Like, yo, shout out to the day one. Y'all know what it is. Like this is this is where it started. <laughs> so I want to get into a little bit. Um, after you got out the military, you finished up your semester at school, and then you ended up packing up and driving across the country. What's yes, your transition been out been like since getting out of the military up until now? You know, as far rock as bottom. excuse me, I said rock bottom. Nah, I can't say rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like as far as your creative endeavors and you know finding your footing outside of the military and. How, how you've been able to implement the things that you learned into what you're doing with microwavable culture ENT. What, what played a big part in it for me was when me and you had the week of just going out, showing up at 10, we going out, we getting, was it 10 o'clock? It was 10 o'clock. I feel yeah. like 10 is late now. I'm like, man, that's yeah, really yeah. late. Like, <laughs> but we was waiting so, for businesses to open anyway. Right, right. I mean, knowing us now, we probably could have utilized some time better. Definitely, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. But you know, showing up at ten o'clock to to the different places that we had in mind really helped me maybe kind of get over maybe some self doubt I had in myself and really realize like, yo, we really out here, no script, no piece of no nothing, you know, <laughs> no not, research, not, no 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 no, <laughs> no research, research on the businesses, no no nothing. Yeah. So I'm not reading from no template. Like nothing, just every every time you meet somebody different, you give them a different type of conversation. And that's what we did. And then when you told me, like, you know, I had some doubts about you going to New York, but now I know you're going to be all right after that. So that kind of, <laughs> to me, was like, yo. Hey, sometimes you got to be real with your friends. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Because if you can't be real with your friends, then they're not your friends. You just got them around the stroke your ego, whatever that is, or, you know, to mash your insecurities. For real, for real. So for that, that was a big, a big step for me because you know i said i always said to myself i'm like damn man i, I don't want to i don't, I don't want to depart from from spoon and will you know this thing was kind of built on on them so when and with you guys you know we started you know tnt true night talk definitely a great podcast definitely a great listen always yep so yep. when i came out here i'm like man what, what i'm gonna do so i woke up one day it was like you know well, of course, you know, had to get in the gym because, you know, once you once you consistent in one area, it'll trickle down to other areas as it should, you know, because you build discipline. Fact. If you don't have discipline in life, then you don't have anything. So for me was, you know, I always used to stress it. I'm like, yo, I'm waking up at four. I'm like, yo, all right, damn, now. I'm waking up at 345 now because then that'll determine how much you really want it. Which is really like one o'clock in the morning, right? Coming straight yes, from the West like, Coast. Nah, for real, because I'm waking up and you probably like, well, not you, but on a good day of Friday or Saturday, you probably just going to sleep and i'm waking up mm-hmm. <laughs> but you get more of your day and i realized that when i was in california i'm like damn you wake up at 4 30 you did like somebody's full day of work and it's only six o'clock yep what people people doing? are still in bed <laughs> right so yeah. that right there you know just going to the gym repetition consistency showing up you'll see results then I came up with the idea. I'm like, yo, why not get the old crew back together? How we did it two years ago at San Diego City College. Right. And I'm like, you know, let's go ahead and play it like that. So that right there, I can't say it really inspired me, but it's kind of, I guess, a little fire in me. 
mm-hmm. you know, that unexplainable drive that you can only explain to people that really understand where you're coming from. Like, no matter what, it's going to get done. He's talking about the original microwavable culture podcast crew, by the way. Right. Be sure to Shout check out to them Kennedy, out on Apple. T.Y. and Crossing. Just did an episode with T.Y. two days ago. Just me and him. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. You know, I always, always. So... And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just kind of fearless. Like I said, just picked up a job to just basically hustle this to get me to where I need to go. But, you know, I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities because it's what I do anyway. See people, talk to people, make sure people are comfortable. Things of that nature. I mean, it's what I do. Then I'm in the Soho area anyway. So, you know, it's it's endless possibilities. You know, I want to say that I definitely respect that, you know, that you got out the military you traveled all the way across the country, like clean across from California to New York. And you didn't let pride get in the way. You felt like you needed a job to be able to help uh, supplement what you were doing with microwavable culture, ENT. And, you know, sometimes people find out, uh, sometimes people have a hard time with that because of a, basically because of pride and whatever the case is, it's like nothing good. But you know that if your goal I just want to say, like, you know that if your goal is your goal, then you're willing to 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 take the necessary steps. You know what I mean? Like, I try to tell people, first, you got to figure out what your goal is. Once you know what your goal is, then you can maneuver how to get from where you are to where you want to be. But if you don't know right. where you're going, then you're screwed. You, no, you really are. And that's a big thing, like, direction. And, and that's why I always say, like, well, if people think like we think, then a lot more people will be successful. You see what I'm saying? So it's not a lot of people that you encounter like that with that mindset to really be like, this is, and actually you got, knowing yourself, I guarantee it's not a lot of people that go through this life and actually really know themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, I'm talking like walking to a room full of, room full of businessmen making billions of dollars. You going to be the same person you were before you walked in that room or you going to be somebody else? And that's the if question. If you be somebody else, you don't know yourself. Because yourself yep. and the confidence you have in yourself, you're going to walk in there, you're going to talk to them just like you talk to anybody else. That's yep. the confidence you have in you. I belong in this room. I'm in here because I'm in here. And I'm about to show you why I'm in this room. So hold my beer. But nah, for real. Like, that that's crazy to me. Because I don't like smoking. Like, listen, when, when, when you having billion-dollar conversations and I, you're not going to forget where you came from you know you're not gonna talk down on nobody you're gonna talk to a, a bum just like the same way you would talk to a, a, a the people you rubbing elbows with now you know what i mean like it's not it's not gonna change like no i i'm perfectly comfortable with talking to everybody the same way i don't think i'm above anyone i just look at things different that's all but i'm not better we, we should all be looking at things different we're not all equipped with the same brains and experiences anyway no but some things you have to look at the same as the other person because that, that at the end of the day, me and you may look at a certain situation differently, but at the end of the day, we still overall think the same way. That's that's what it comes down to the goal thing, the bottom line. Yeah, what's your bottom line like? Like Drake said, we in the same building, we just got different views. Right, but I'm in there because me and you share the same common interests. See what I'm saying? Like that's that's the thing. And you know what I was thinking? And I thought I was tripping to myself. I said the other day, I'm like, yo. When you ask somebody their opinion, it means that you respect them. Because I'm like, and I looked at it like this, I'm like, I'm not just going to ask anybody their opinion. (laughs) 
You, you see what I'm saying? Because like yeah. if I, if I get, if I ask for your opinion, that means I I need you to help me in the situation. No, no matter how minute, it means I respect your opinion as a person. I respect what you have to say. And it hit me when I was talking to T.Y. I'm like, you know, I know how I look at this. T.Y., let me get your opinion on this, man, because I care about, and I want to hear what you got to say pertaining to the to the situation. Like, that's a big thing. You're just not, you know, let me get your opinion about something. I don't know you. I don't, me and you don't think the same. So I don't, no respect, no disrespect, but I don't really care what you got to say for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so I'm since just, I've been out, oh yeah, let, let, let me spin this though. Let me spin this. You know, you've been you've been hitting me with the whole barrage of questions. Let me start asking you some questions. Oh, but to so go back, to what you said real quick though. So no pride. I definitely had to put my pride aside though, because you know I was one of the people that was adamant about like, listen, man, I ain't I ain't trying to work no retail job. I got a retail job by the way, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to work no damn retail job. Like, cause spoon, I, I promise you, when I got out of the military, I thought I paid my dues. <laughs> because not dead ass and I i'm was glad you're myself, saying this right here on this podcast right now and i was saving it for this that's why when you segued into what you just said i was like oh yeah now nah, i'm the perfect candidate I, <laughs> i'd be the poster child for what you what you just said because i'm like yo i get out of the military i'm like damn i paid my dues and meaning that i'm like listen so anything that happens from here on out i it should be enjoyable to be honest with you, it should be, you know, I, I didn't pay five years in the military doing something I, I hated doing. So now I'm walking, I'm walking away. I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb on my own volition. Like ain't nobody pressured me to get out. It was, it was all me. So I'm like, yo, I'm get out, do my thing, fill out a couple of applications. And it's like, yeah, you know, dead end after dead end. I'm like, oh man, I really gotta, I really gotta really humble myself. I really gotta see. And it's like, you don't want to cut corners in a sense, but you got to like, you told me this a long time ago, you got to be honest with yourself. So I'm like, well, either you want it or you don't. That is a so fact. Whether it's like, regardless of what is put in your way, you going to figure it out. Regardless of what, it's always, it's not, it's never looked at as a death sentence. It's like, all right, well, we're going to get past this. Just don't worry. You know, there ain't nothing going to stop this train from moving. And that's the mindset I had to adapt. Cause it's like, if you want it bad enough, yeah, like what you doing? You either if you want, want it, you're you gonna figure out a way to get it. You gonna figure that's out a way to get it. That's just the bottom line. There it is. For real. If you yeah, want like, it, you're gonna figure out a solution. If you don't want it, you're gonna figure out some some excuses. And that's straight on, up. Yeah, to why you don't want it, or and, what's preventing you from from getting there. Oh, yeah, All these excuses a, for why you can't walk excuse. this plank and go right. from point A to point B. And right. you you wasting all this energy coming up with excuses instead of using that same energy and coming coming up with a solution. Do you or really figuring want out how to use though. your resources to get you there? Right, and and a lot of people just don't know themselves and they don't know what they really want. What you in it for? And the money situation is always a big thing to me. Not really, because it's like you know I'm not we not in it for the money, but damn it, I be I know my worth though. And you I got I mean? bills. Like you, I, I, listen, you can write me a blank check and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cash. Like, that's how I feel. So, it's like, it's not about the money, but you got a certain number. Not even a certain number, but you know the type of lifestyle you want to live, though. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be like, listen, but you also want to provoke change as well. You ain't trying to be no sellout. You ain't trying to do nothing for, for likes or gimmick. Like, you want to be the real you and show people, like, yo, I flourished. Like, me and T.Y. had a conversation on Wednesday about people coming out of a small city, you know, because he's from down south out of a small city. I'm from up north out of Youngstown, Ohio. But to be able to be 
on this stage and I haven't I'm nowhere near where I'm about to be. But just me right here talking the way I'm talking, I feel like I've I've exceeded the expectations out of Youngstown and I ain't even did nothing yet. So imagine <laughs> when I really, really, really start and really being on people's radar about what it is we're trying to build, what it is we're building and what it is we doing, building, doing, you know. So to me, it's, and, and honestly, life, it's a competition. You want to compete. You want to be able to compete. Yeah. What did you say? You want to be able to compete. You want to be able to compete. Yeah, because some people just don't have the skills. What they going to say about you? And this is is crazy because these are the conversations I think people need to have in high school to have a fire up under them. Like, listen, but, you know, get get a a teacher that's woke, that's honest. I said, I wrote something down the other day. I said, yo, if teaching, if people could profit off of teaching, teachers would get more money. I was, and I say that because, like, you know, entertainment-wise, you know, you sign a contract deal, a record deal, you never, you will never get more money than that 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 label is pulling in the owner of that label. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's why I'm like, you know, eh, you you'll never get that much money. So you know, you got to do what you got to do. I want to get back into my transition right quick from the military to civilian life because up in that bit, I went from. You know, I can't wait. I can't. Woo! I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> nah, that yeah, for real. And and now it's like, damn, it's Friday already. Already, <laughs> I, know, I know the feel. I said the same thing today. I'm like, damn, it's Friday already. Friday don't even, Friday don't even mean the same thing anymore. Right? It don't. It don't. Friday don't mean too much when you're doing what you love. As a matter of fact, Friday coming up when you're doing what you love is kind of disappointing because you know a lot of people are gonna take the weekends off which you can use to your advantage. But if you're doing business with other businesses and they're taking off the weekend, it kind of stops your growth a little bit. But uh, shit, you got to find other ways to get busy in that case, right? Figure out something else that's going to move that needle. I mean, yeah, like if, even if it's sharpening your skills. Like I was reading a book that you that you let me borrow. I still got your book, The 25 <laughs> Habits of Sales. I think I'm on like Habit 16. And when you gave me the book, I looked at it like, I'm not in sales. But then I'm like, okay, when was not being versatile and good on all four corners ever a bad thing? So I was like, you know, let me go ahead and take this book a little serious. Like, let me go ahead and read it and dig into it so I can sharpen my skills because I know I could benefit from something in this book. So I definitely appreciate the book. Shit, all the book, for real. <laughs> I like, thought you was going to tell me like a little nugget that you took away from it. Oh, well, the nugget I took away from it was they said compliment yourself. Or or basically, you know, let the people, because, you know, it's a sales book. So let the people know the service you provide and how will you do it. And, you know, but not not to a point where you're coming off as arrogant, pompous, but you're coming off as, you know, I'm confident in what I believe in. And competent. Competent, confidence, what I say? No, no, you said confident. Like, you got to be oh. confident. You got to be competent in your Yeah, in your yeah, no, nah, definitely. You do, you do, because, like, you, you especially when you starting off like when you know this better than anybody like you have to be your biggest supporter because it's like at the end of the day we are salesmen hard. we're salesmen so yeah. at the end of the day it's like you have to sell yourself so yep yeah no uh you know microwave coach it, it's okay you know we we talk about nah you know, See, if you don't look. believe in your product yeah. i don't believe you Th- that's what i'm saying so you got to come off as hey this is me. This is what I live for. I do this. You bet on me. Like I said, you write a blank check. It's, it's going to cash. So you, you have to be 
your, your biggest supporter. And you got to be confident and believe in that, though. You can't be timid. Like you, you, when you say you're the best, you believe you're the best. Regardless, what you gonna say? Somebody better than you? Never. So that's the nugget I got from the book, though. Just being confident, telling the people something about yourself that makes them want you even more than they already want you, and just being honest with yourself. But you know, but everybody knows confidence and being arrogant. So sometimes it gets it gets a little hard when you're selling yourself. Like I made a video about this not too long ago, but people tend to go one of two ways. One way, they all up in your face. They're trying to sell a service or a product. They don't care about your problems. Or if their service or their product can really help you, they don't care about listening. They just want to push something in your face to try to make a quick buck. But then you might have on the other extreme is that people don't want to talk about themselves too much because they don't want to come off as the person that I was just talking about. They don't want to come off as a person that's trying to shove something in your face, even if they have something valuable to offer you. So we as creatives... Because we don't really learn the business out of things. We just know that, oh, this art, I love creating it. This is my passion. I would do this for free. We don't right. learn the business side of things, for real, for real. And that's when we yeah. get screwed. That's when we end up under underpricing our services or our products. That's when we walk around. We don't have the confidence because we're not professional. You know what I mean? I, I did that in quotes just so y'all know. No, not no. professional. Like, or whatever the case is, man. And it's time for us to get real comfortable with selling ourselves. And selling our services or our products, our art, because <laughs> I, I bet you what the person that's selling something else outside of outside of this industry that's not creative, they have no problems about uh, uh, with selling themselves and trying to make a buck. For real. No, that that's 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 yeah, and exploitation too, like big time. Hey, another note on um transitioning or whatever. I do want to say thank you. You know, you've inspired me. I know back then you ended up doing your microwavable culture trademark. And I was still on a fence about doing my dime digital. You know what I mean? But I ended up doing that anyway. So I did the trademark for dime digital. This is after getting out the military. I ended up form, forming a company, Dime Digital Media LLC, which is 2000. This is 12 years in the making. I first started doing this in 07. And I feel like I mm. never had the confidence enough to actually go out there and file paperwork with the with the state because then that comes with a whole set of set of other obligations. And once you have those legal obligations over your head, there's no other choice but to go hard for your company because now you gotta pay you gotta you gotta pay the state, you gotta pay Uncle Sam, mm. you gotta pay what you owe, the IRS mm. is on you. You know what mm. I mean? So that lights a different fire under you. So if you're a creative and you're hesitant about starting your business because you don't think that you're going to be able to do it, you don't think you're going to be able to succeed, do that shit right now. Hey, look, let me tell you something. We have two months until 2020, bro. Two yes, months, we're right. entering a new decade. Right. I was in bed last night thinking about this. My heart started racing. My palms started sweating. Palms <laughs> I just started sweaty. feeling real anxious in bed just thinking about this. I felt like I got to do something. I right. have to. Why am I in bed right now? I got to accomplish something. I got to start something. I got to do something major before we roll into the new decade. I mean, but you're already doing it, though. Like, you and you already been doing it all the 2019. Man, so God is good. That's why I told you the first quarter. I'm like, yeah, now the first quarter, it's not like you was like, all right, well, I'm going to wait till 2020 strike and we're really going to be on it. Like, we've been on it low key since the start of 2019. Like, when I made that <laughs> decision back in February of this year, I'm like, yo, I'm waking up at four, I'm going to the gym. That's when it really started. Mm -hmm. the, the time started ticking. Like, all right, well, you're on the clock now. 
and mm. everything i feel like i all i wanted this year was consistency i said listen you give me consistency yep i, I can do something with it so yep. i'm like yo i have i i probably missed for a total of what four days out of the gym in in a, in a weekend in a week so from you know i don't work out on the weekend so saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday maybe five days since i've been in new york five days i missed straight out the gym since i've been here and i've been here for like five months so that shows you like yo you gotta show up, show out. Like you gotta, you gotta want it though. But you gotta have fun with it. Cause if you ain't having fun with it, then what you doing it for? Cause life ain't nothing but a game. That's all it is. You're gonna either make the right moves you need to make to be on top, or you're not. Cause at the end of the day, if you think about it, man, they don't give a damn about you. Like you could wait on your politicians. You could wait on all fuck all that. Excuse my language, but act. You know, when you were creative, you ain't you you ain't waiting on nobody. Cause you know what, what's on the other side. Nothing. You, you gotta go, go get for it. The, you got to go get it. You got to go get it. But stopping you because they're not giving you anything to really make it make you second guess what you're doing. Oh, well, you know, well, I can chase my dreams or I could be pushing packages over here. Hmm. Well, well no, that's a hard decision. I don't know. It's really tricky. Like Now you you're confident in yourself. But like I said, it's not a lot of people that will really ever wake up. You know, you turn around, you're 50. You, you still got women problems. All right. Let me ask you something. We've been talking about how we transitioned from the military into starting our own businesses and running it ourselves and doing what we have to do on the side. I've been doing a lot of networking lately, just trying to get my face and my name out there in in the business community of San Diego. I want to know, first off, what is microwavable culture? Microwavable culture? You know, it's crazy. I gave somebody this this, this speech today, too. Had to go to the bank. So I was like, yeah, you know, man, microwave culture. At the end of the day, when you have some food you want to warm up, what you doing? You either warm it up in the stove or the oven. Most likely, I mean, the stove or the microwave. Most likely, you're going to warm it up in the microwave, right? Because it's quick. But just because it's quicker doesn't mean it's better. So if you get it fast, it's going to go fast. If you slow and methodical and you you kind of learn everything from ground up, you take you don't take losses. What seems like a catastrophic loss to some, you'll get it right back in the day or two. Like, nah, that ain't nothing. I've been here before. So microwavable culture is the society we live in. And I'm here to show people that you take the right steps, you want it bad enough, you go get it, it'll come to you. You be patient enough, you see the process through, but you got to really want it. You got to know yourself to get it. Microwavable culture. And like I said, I'm so like now, you know, I'm 30. So I'm, I'm more fascinated in, you know, the longevity. And I'm fascinated in what people do for a living. You know, because I know microwavable culture, I know I'm talking to people like, you know, I'm a I'm a business owner, like microwave culture, like that's what it is. Conversationalist view didn't really look at the car, like you need to look at it. But yeah, this is what I do. I have a conversation with anybody if I speak their language. Once I be an international guy, oh, I'm lethal. Let me, though, I'm lethal. Like I learned fluent Spanish, and if I speak, if I speak Spanish the way I speak English, oh, I'm a cold brother. I'm cold because <laughs> you can't out talk me. You know, I walk in a room, I feel like people, sometimes people feel uncomfortable. Well, the hell, you take that up with yourself, not me, because I ain't do nothing. I'm just here. That is a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> but, so, so you have microwavable culture ENT, and then under microwavable culture ENT, you all produce the microwavable culture podcast, correct? Yes. All right. So I have another question um, for you about this, moving into you starting your company or whatever and moving out to the East Coast. Have you been able to utilize social media to gain traction for the microwavable culture podcast, for instance? Not the not the way I should be doing. 
you know, the YouTube and, and the, the IG and the Facebook. And, but, I mean, I don't know the way Facebook going, man. I see, Every time I see Facebook, I see Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. It just seems like he's doing a whole lot now. Like, he got real big. Now it's like his, his, his empire is kind of collapsing right up under him. Hey, oh, you got to do hey, it the right way. You know what's wild? about um marketing on using social media to to get your your brand out there like that's what i've been doing i just started a new instagram page called dime digital media go follow that um and what i've been doing on there i basically just been talking to small business owners and entrepreneurs out in the area locally in san right. diego and um i've been posting contents trying to give away free valuable information hopefully this podcast will be able to add to that uh but yeah, so the funny thing about Facebook is that I always been sketchy. I always been iffy about uh, Facebook because you know all the data and privacy issues over there. Right. But I love Instagram. So in my head, like it's like I'm kind of justifying it because you know Instagram is owned by Facebook. And right. If I'm being honest with myself, I was just thinking about this earlier. It's like who is your demographic? So, yeah, we have this podcast that speak directly to small business owners, entrepreneurs and creatives in business. But the people like you still need to make sales in order to maintain your business. And the people in my demographic that I'm actually trying to offer my services to podcast production and video marketing services, they're all on Facebook. Mm. So I've been dreading the fact that I really need to get acquainted with Facebook because I spend a lot of my time on Instagram. But the services I'm offering is probably going to be best suited for for older business owners who don't necessarily have to be older in age, but just been around for a while. Right. And chances are they're not on Instagram right now or they haven't quite got the hang of Instagram. So it's best to meet them on their platform where they are, which will be Facebook and LinkedIn. Yeah, not nah, because LinkedIn is like Facebook low key. Yeah, but for businesses. Right. So I just want to know your take on like if you plan on implementing any social media strategies in order to increase the awareness of your brand, microwavable culture. Well, definitely, definitely, because you know you reach a, a broad audience faster, and in today's age, you want to reach people faster. So, with that being said, yeah, and I guess it, I guess back in the day, I maybe lacked the confidence to really, really, really go hard on social media with what I have. But now I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, definitely, definitely open to anything social media. Uh, I can't say anything, you know, YouTube and <laughs> IG, maybe the Facebooking, maybe. But yeah, that that's where I'm at with it because you you need it. I mean, because you know, just doing, just being out there doing the groundwork. I mean, it's cool because you want to keep a nice balance. Because what you could be a man on on social media, but be a piece of crap in mm-hmm. in real life, though. You know, you got three people you are in life, right? You got the people, the person you see yourself as, how people, other people perceive you, and the person you actually are. Right. You know what I mean? So what good has been, and, you know, we are great in real life, as Mm -hmm. well as social media. You know what I mean? Like, it it don't switch up. The same person you see on social media is the same person I am in real life. I I think the thing is... We need to um, implement it a little more. So, like I said, recently I've been going to all types of networking events. I'm not trying to sell anything to anyone at these networking events. I'm just trying to absorb everything. I'm trying to learn the culture. I'm trying to get involved. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my face out there. I'm trying to get my name out there. I'm trying to learn about people. I'm trying to learn about their businesses. I'm trying to learn why they started their business. I'm trying to I'm trying to learn what problems they're having within those businesses, and maybe. 
maybe the solution to those problems, whether it's growth or brand aware, a brand awareness, maybe Dime Digital Media will be able to help them bridge the gap between whatever the disconnect is, whether it's between them and their consumers or if it's between them and their employees or automation, if they're trying to save time, whatever the case is. But ultimately, I'm just going to learn and get the, and get my face out there. And from those networking events, I'm going to lead you back to my social media. And because I'm active on my social media, you're going to see that, oh, snare. Maybe this is someone that I need to learn more about. Maybe I do need to learn more about, about her business and, and what she got going on. And that's my ultimate goal. So I want to know, like, do you have a plan or do you just feel like, all right, I know I need to do this? I mean, no, I definitely have a plan. The more content I have, the better the plan is because, you know, I'm, I'm content-based. So the more people I talk to, show the range, show the, show the diversity, and really have a, a great podcast where – People can listen to it and be like, "Man, I can get a lot from this podcast." Ultimately, because mm-hmm. you know you don't want to put a bunch of put a bunch of fools together and have them have a conversation, like you know, like you have in podcasts. Like you know, we caught it before it really got the way it got. Yeah, you know, because now you probably and it's still growing. Up, it's not even there yet. It's still it's in its infancy. Even, it's not even there yet. And right. if you don't have a voice, I would advise you to have a voice. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's and, what I'm trying and, to tell them. And read something to be able to say something. Because at the yep. end of the day, you know, people want to hear about what it is you're doing to help inspire them. Yep. You know, somebody, somebody's what, what? What was it? What it? And you hit me to it, Steve Harvey. Somebody's. I don't want to say life, but somebody's. Oh, um, that's uh Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Yeah, somebody' destiny is connected to your dreams or something. Something yeah, to that effect. They, yeah, connected to your dreams. So they right. waiting for you. You gotta accomplish your goals so they can accomplish theirs. So they can see how you did it and actually speak about that and say what you did, so they can really wake up. It's kind of like you shaking a person, like yo, you gotta wake up. You gotta really see, <laughs> like for real, because that's what it was. Like I said, like I always go back to Unk. You know, not to get in a long segue or anything like that. Well, not to get in a long monologue, but like I said, I don't know where I would be without Unk. He taught me everything. Taught me how to fight. Taught me how to think as an adult and realize that, you know, this world is cruel. Right. You know, so you either gonna put on the coat and bear and bear the cold or you going you're gonna wilt like a flower. What you gonna do? You know what I mean? That's kinda where it's at. Like, you know, life is unforgiving. Once you gone, then ain't you gone. What did you do while you was here? So yeah, moving forward, definitely social media, definitely wanna be a major presence because I mean, I'm, I'm equipped with all the ammunition, so why not go ahead and use it? Right. To be honest with you. I think the easiest way to go about it is documentation. I'm all about documentation as a way to produce content because if you're documenting something, then you're doing it already. It's not like you're going out of your way in order to create content. So, for instance, even us sitting here right here right now doing this podcast, I have my camera set up on me. That way, I know I'm about... I already know. I'm going to say some little nuggets. I know you're going to say some little nuggets. And now we have the visuals to actually throw on, on like an Instagram or something with those little segments and clips or whatever. And ultimately, we will be able to, we'll be able to use those clips to direct people to the full length podcast. And, and that's how you make social media work for you. You take little pieces of information. You document your process. You, you reshape them to fit, to fit whatever platform you're using it for to meet whatever audience you're talking to and you stay relevant like ultimately you want to stay in the faces in front the faces of the people who may be interested in your services so as long as you're always at the tip of the brain by constantly producing great product by producing quality work 
even if they're not ready for podcast production, for for instance, right now, as long as you keep producing and you keep motivating and you keep being yourself, you keep staying in front of their faces, when they are ready to produce their own podcast, they're going to come to you for it because they know that you've been, you've been providing them with value all this time anyway, and they know that you got great products because your podcast come out dope. So imagine what you could do for them. You know what I mean? So documentation is definitely the way to go if, you, if you're getting active on social media. I say I recommend that people do batch shoots. So get a list of topics that you want to talk about and bang out four or five videos at once, editing them all at the same time, and then just schedule the upload so it's not as much of a weight on you and you're able to move on to work on different parts of your business. Yeah, I, I listen, I completely listen. I could listen to you talk all day. I know I've never said that before, but for real. Cause like I said, I mean, just thinking what the, I'm thinking, what you thinking, and hearing mm-hmm. where you coming from, I'm like yeah, you know, damn, Spoon is very, 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 very intelligent. Like, listen, I can't wait the day I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all know Dom Digital, yeah, nah, like that's 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 the homie. Like I'm me and her, we, like, <laughs> so nah, I can't like, wait to tell people I know you. <laughs> like, not for real, like, and that's I'm excited about that. And like I said, just know where I come from. I mean, you came from you know New York, a city, Brooklyn. You know, I, I, so. I, I came from Youngstown, and so for this to really be able to manifest itself and me to have something to contribute to to the train that you are already conducting is magnificent. Because like I said, if I didn't have anything to bring to you, the conversation that we had on the barge two years ago would have never happened. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm happy <laughs> that I had some value, and I'm happy that I knew I had something to contribute and because, you know, you always talk about the biggest thing is I don't like wasting time. That the is a fact. The last thing I wanted to do was waste your time. But I'm like, yo, nah, 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 nah. I know what I can do. I just need you to see me do what I do so you can confirm that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Low key. So, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Like said, so, it's, and it's only a matter of time. It's not if, it's, it's when. That's all it is. So, and you having fun doing it anyway. And every every obstacle is like, all right, well, I got to figure this out. I know I'm smart enough to get through this. And it should be looked at as a, as a challenge. People look at life as a challenge instead of a burden or a hindrance. They may be better off. Mm. Yes, it's all about your perspective. It's all about your perspective. All well, about that's it. A fact. That's a fact. All right, so... You got any last words as we wrap this thing up? Man, already? That's it? Yeah, yeah, we got to leave him wanting more. If you want to stay here and talk and I want to stay here and talk, then I know we're doing a good by getting up out of here. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You don't ever want to over talk. You always want to go out on top. So I definitely hear you with that. Keep coming back. Another Dime Digital Media Production and a Microwavable Culture Collab. Like I said, this, this, this is when it works when I was sleeping. Because while I was sleeping, you was working and thinking about this. Like I said, you brought this to my doorstep. I said, oh, definitely. I would, I would be honored to have my name attached to that because I know it's going to be dope. So at the end of the day, you, I mean, you, you serve in pure. I always tell people that, like, look, at the end of the day, everything is a drug game. Either you got something they want or you don't have something they want. And if you ain't got something they want, then you better go back to the factory and get what they want. There you go. That's all <laughs> I said. Figure it out. Microwave culture. You got to figure it out. It's been a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you again, brother. Thank you. For, for, for co-hosting this with me We have a lot more content to produce Every week we dropping something new Something fresh Once again my name is Don Witherspoon Thank you for listening Make sure you tune in next week First Year Out Podcast